Good morning, sexy listeners. This is a different type of Valentine's Day for you. Yeah, we're going smut. We're going ghost sex. (laughs) We're being dirty little girls. Mm. (laughs) Mmm, comes so natural. (laughs) That's uh, what she said. Oh, this is two girls, one ghost. Two girls, one ghost. And we are your ghostesses. That is Corinne, and I am Sabrina. And we're going to give a trigger warning just right ahead at the top of this episode because, as Corinne said, this is a different type of episode. We are going to read stories that talk about and have a lot of sex, sexual Mm -hmm. topics, and sex with spirit beings, demons, incubus, succubi. And we would like to say listener discretion is advised. So listener beware. It's for those who are 18 and up or yeah. 17 and up. I don't know. Like, <laughs> when do you learn about things? Show your ID at the entrance to this episode. Yeah. Parental controls unlocked for this one. Explicit? Or, no, on. On. <laughs> Wait, what? My brain. This is not made for kids. That's what we're trying to say. Yeah. It's early. So what better way to start the day than ghost stories about I don't know, getting a little frisky with Mm -hmm. the other side. It all started when a ghost exposed their penis to us in New Orleans. Actually, it all started when we decided to name our podcast after (laughs) a porno. And then Conchetta Bertoldi came on and she talked about having sex with a ghost. And we're like, oh, my God, this is a whole topic. And then we were like, oh, it's kind of hot. And I also just finished A Court of Thorns and Roses, the very first book. You already finished? And... (laughs) I didn't know I was a slut for fairy smut, but I am. (laughs) And everyone else is too, because we posted on our Instagram and boy, did we get comments. The floodgates have been opened. My heart and soul is here for slutty, smutty, sexy stories. Let's rev our our little ghostly vaginas. I don't know what I'm saying. (laughs) I don't know. Did you say let's rev our ghostly vaginas? Yeah, I was going to say, like, let's rev our engines. Like, let's get this show on the road. But then I was like, what can I say instead of engines? And then I said ghost, and then I couldn't really fill in the blank. And so I just defaulted to vagina. Okay, so everyone, rev your Bigfoot dildos. Get them ready. AA batteries are not included. Grab those BFDs. Grab those BFDs. And mom, stop listening. <laughs> I don't need a phone call being like, I didn't love all of that. But then don't listen. You have yeah. free will and choice. Okay, then we should, at the top of this episode, listener discretion is advised. This is for 17 and up. Mothers, our mothers, our family members. Uh, our relatives. Our personal relatives. Please stop listening. Please skip. <laughs> I don't think any of my relatives actually listen, so I'm in the clear. I do have coworkers. I have relatives. Who, like old coworkers. I have family friends. Yeah. Like I have like my parents' best friends who are like listening. Mm. You have coworkers. There's just. Just don't. Brian's boss listens. <laughs> Just continue on with your day. This isn't for you either. <laughs> or it is, but don't tell Brian you listened. I'm going to start with one from our listener who goes by Richard or Jill. And it's called Quick Ghost Sex. Oh, a quickie. A quickie. Hello, Corinne, Sabrina, Leia, Sven, everyone else. I listened to Encounters 149, and the anonymous gal that had the ghost sex reminded me of what I experienced. A little about me, though, so it's kind of important to the story. I have a male body, but a female soul. 
You can use he or she, whichever you want. As for my name, you can choose either Richard or Jill. I believe Jill was my name before I jumped into this body. Anyway, Hmm. I had been sleeping on my back and I woke up feeling a certain cylindrical part between my legs, though it left as soon as I fully woke up. Now, having a male body, there isn't an entrance down there, but I still felt it. Of course, I don't know how long the spirit or entity had been having sex with me before I woke up, but it really irritated me that the spirit slash entity stopped before I got the chance to enjoy it. I would like this spirit or entity to come back or another one that would actually keep going so I can enjoy it. That's my experience. I'll see you on the other side, Richard or Jill. Wow. This is kind of changing my perspective, or I don't even think it's changing my perspective. I think maybe it's just adding a layer onto my understanding of some of the visitations from spirits because we've heard from other people that they feel like it's someone, like a partner in a past life who comes through and that they like feel this really strong romantic bond and it doesn't feel scary. It's not an incubus or succubus situation or it doesn't clearly feel that direction. Uh And so it does make me wonder in this story if there our soul is our soul and what if there is it's a genderless soul but we have the memories of the lives that we lived before and so there was a spirit present who was trying to connect with jill right and jill is still a part of that soul that's currently in richard and so it's interesting to like the soul to still have that memory it's almost like phantom limb or like muscle memory where it's like to fully you go through the motions Yeah. yeah I mean, it's Despite kind of amazing. not having the ability in the current life to feel that in like physical form, actually yeah. could. Yeah. Okay. It actually really bums me out that there was no time to enjoy it. Like if a ghost is going to yeah. come and have sex with a person, one, we're all about consent here. I love that Richard Jill enjoyed this experience. It is a bummer that it was not like, hey, I would like to have sex with you. But it's a bummer that Richard Jill enjoyed it and didn't get to like fully experience it. Like, why can't this be this like consensual enjoyment between the two of us? Why does it have to be the second I wake up to and enjoy it, you leave? That's true. Although I will say that Richard did get to experience something that a lot of people have wondered what it would be like in someone else's body, what that feels like. And that's very cool. Because I feel like that was always a question, you know, when we were in middle school and high school, it's like, well, if you had a dick for a day, what would you do? Yeah. And I was always like, I wouldn't leave my house because like, <laughs> I haven't felt what that feels like. <laughs> so you're basically admitting you would be masturbating all day. All day. All day. In my gamer chair. <laughs> <laughs> I like how all of a sudden you would have a dick for a day and all of a sudden you'd have a gamer chair. Like with a dick comes a gamer chair. Call of Duty, I'd be with my boys, one hand on the controller, the other hand on the other controller, you know? You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. This is called Ghosts, Masturbation, and Past Friends. Oh. Hi, loves. I've been listening for a while, but just recently joined the Discord, Patreon, and Campfire Stories. I'm loving the community that you've both built. It's really been helping me explore myself and help me connect with my hidden powers. Those will be a story for another time. But I just wanted to say, in the meantime, how grateful I am for you both. Mm. Okay. So now on to the ghost story. Sorry for the raunchy headline, but I promise it's important. (laughs) One of my beloved high school friends passed unexpectedly when we were 20. Mm -hmm. Let's call him A. 
And it was incredibly hard to get through. I loved him in a unique way that I don't even know how to explain. I just felt really connected to him. Yeah. One of my strongest memories of A is me going over to his house right before we went off to college and he just cuddled me while we watched creepy movies. Oh, that's so sweet. It's so sweet. And you know, like, you just know the feeling in your body too where you're like cuddling and you're doing something that's like supposed to be scary, but you're not even scared because you're just thinking about like, are we going to kiss right now? (laughs) The flutters in your heart. Right. Oh, just deep comfort in one another. I felt so comfortable and loved around him, but we were just friends. As I'm leaving his house for the night, we walk to the door and he asks to kiss me. I was so flustered. And key point, I forgot to mention, I was recovering from wisdom teeth surgery. (laughs) And I was worried about blood just hanging out in my mouth still. So I said, not tonight. Oh, And sadly, I have regretted that ever since. Shortly after college started, he got a girlfriend, and we sadly did not have a romantic moment ever again. Oh. Until recently. Earlier this year, I asked my best friend to come to a psychic medium with me as a birthday treat. And she's slightly skeptical, but she's open, and she willingly obliged. No. When we sat down to do the reading, the psychic medium asked if there was anyone we wanted to connect with, and I immediately said, A. Now, as an empath and other Claire things that I'm still trying to figure out, I'm very connected to energy and I always felt like he was around me. So wanting confirmation, I asked her if A had been with me and she said, not only has he always been with you, but he's your protector. This melted my heart as he is exactly the person and energy that I would want to be my protector. Yeah. So then I had to bring up the rejected kiss because I wanted him to know that I regretted it and I wished that I had kissed him. The psychic medium smiled when I told her about this and she said, He's not even in the slightest bit worried about that now, (laughs) but he still does think of you in a romantic way. Oh, shit. And then she said something that completely caught me by surprise. She said, so he's telling me he would love if you think about him when you pleasure yourself. That would make him happy. I kind of laughed that off in shock, wondering why she would say such an intimate thing to me. Small actions have very big benefits, and that is something that I've learned over the past couple of years because I've been taking seed because I've been focusing on my gut health, and seed's DS01 daily symbiotic benefits my gut, my skin, my heart health, and it's just two little capsules a day. I take it right away in the morning before I eat my breakfast. Me too. I take mine with my breakfast. This is so fascinating to me because your gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, so a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, your immune system, and so much more. And taking seed, I've noticed, not only do I feel like I'm going to the bathroom more regularly, but I feel like I'm way more in tune with my body holistically, which is something I've sought for so long. Seed's patented capsule in capsule design means fragile bacteria can survive the journey from shipping to your door And both probiotic and prebiotics work best when they're consistently used like other health habits. And so Seed has a subscription service so you can easily build the DS01 into your routine. And also no refrigeration needed. So trust your gut with Seed's 
DS01 Daily Symbiotic, go to seed.com forward slash TGOG and use code 25TGOG to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash TGOG, code 25TGOG. She said, so... He's telling me he would love if you think about him when you pleasure yourself. That would make him happy. I kind of laughed that off in shock, wondering why she would say such an intimate thing to me. But then the more I thought about it, the more clear it became that this was absolutely something A would want want to say to me. (laughs) For a while, the thought of that really weirded me out. And I was like, am I going to masturbate and think about a ghost? But then one day recently, I was like, fuck it. I need to try this. Hell yeah. Without getting into too many details, I invited him to join. And let's just say I felt extra touch and excitement that did not feel like it was my own. This is so hot. I I know. I laughed so hard after this moment thinking, okay, A, you got your wish and thanks for the extra hand. Anyways, that's my story of how a ghost helped me masturbate. Sounds pretty nuts, but I've heard weirder stories about ghosts and sex, so I'll just say this was a great experience. Wow. And if you're wondering, it still feels kind of weird to include him in the fun, so I haven't invited him recently, but I'm sure I will again. Yeah, you will. A, I'm sure you're listening. I love you. Thank you for being fun and loving even in the afterlife. Thank you both. I appreciate you, and I'll see you on the other side. Anna. And then she said, you can use my name. I don't mind being embarrassed. (laughs) (laughs) There's no reason to be embarrassed, Anna. This is like, no, this is hot. This is like the best ghost story anyone could ever have. I love this so much. One, I'm so sorry for your loss, Anna. Like that must be so hard. But it's so incredible to know that A is like your protector and your masturbator. Like how fucking cool. (laughs) He Double duty. Honestly, more respect for A as well because- while I think a lot of people just pick up on the vibes, you know, yeah, and they go off of that or people are just startled by the feeling of a phantom touch and then just things continue. A was so respectful of their friend yeah. boundary and trying to move into that space where in life he asked to kiss her and in afterlife he let her have the option yeah. to include him. He was like, I want this. I'm here. But it's completely up to you and what you want. And I really appreciate that. That was very sweet of him. I'm not going to lie. Like, I would be down. (laughs) I don't know. Like, but the thing is, like, I would like to have a situation similar to this where it's like you understand who is coming through. It's Mm -hmm. like a very, Mm -hmm. I've invited you into my bedroom. Yes. I set the mood. I lit the candles. I have some nice, sexy music playing. Wait, who was it? <laughs> it was on Campfire Stories where someone was telling us a story about how they were getting it on and they had just put on their song. Do you remember what the song was? No, but I asked. I said, what song? And then we didn't know the song and you pulled it up. Let's see if I searched it recently. Naked Girl. That's what we do on Campfire Stories. We're like, what song did everyone have sex to? Let's play them yeah. now. <laughs> What's your sex song? Everyone has one. I don't think I do. I feel like... Silence. <laughs> silence (laughs) the sound of my own beating heart and throbbing jesus christ never mind (laughs) something's gotten into me mom if you're listening freaking stop 
Oh my gosh. What's throbbing? Everything. Everything. Pulsating. <laughs> vibrating. <laughs> Everything. Your toes are clenching. We should make a... <laughs> I want to make a, a playlist. A two girls, one ghost sex playlist for all of you to use whenever you want. <laughs> I'm going to put the... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's going to be sandwiched between a lot of like really sexy, smooth ones. So it's going to be startling. I feel like that's what will be great about our playlist is it's going to be chaotic. Yeah. And hot, but like kind of confusing. You're going to be like, I didn't know this was like a turn on song, but why am I all of a sudden like steamy? And why are my nipples hard? Right. Should we call it the BFD playlist? The Bigfoot Dildo playlist? Yeah. The come with me BFD playlist. Yeah, big BFD energy. When you buy a BFD, it has a link to the playlist. <laughs> a QR code. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we don't have YouTube videos showing us anymore. It's just a barcode <laughs> across the screen the entire time. <laughs> uh, single in your area. And it's just like Bigfoot in like a striped bikini just like grinding behind a tree. Are you sick and tired of regular old peen? Human peen, <laughs> get intimate with the BFD. Have an alien invite you into their internal pocket. Mm, cryptid dildos mm. available now. <laughs> Intergalactic species, cryptids from the sea, all that you could ever want available <laughs> here. And then all of a sudden, like, click bait and you just get a lot of spam from us. What are we spamming? Everything is all of this is spam. Yeah. Yeah. It's all because you listened to that one podcast that <laughs> Apple Podcasts recommended to you. People are like, how how did they get in the top 200? Jesus Christ. God, who knows? If we don't. We don't. We don't know. Okay. What do you have? I have one from our listener, Alex, and it's called Incubus. Hey ladies, in your most recent Encounters episode, y'all mentioned the incubus demon and I wanted to share my encounter. I am prone to sleep paralysis and get it every time I fall asleep on my arms, which is interesting. I think it's like, does that mean like underneath or like, <laughs> I know we need, a, how are you sleeping on your arms? <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking the same thing as you, like a coffin, but like right. face down. Right. <laughs> I hope your mattress is breathable. We need visual aid here. Wait, have you ever heard of a milking table? Like at a farm? No. It's like a sex thing, apparently. No. What is that? Okay, what do you think it is? Well, I'm just picturing like glory holes, but each hole has a breast and people milk them. Okay, so I, I thought like, yeah, like milking table, I think like of boobs and udders, but no, it's it's to milk a male, but it's like a glory hole. Okay, gross. Yeah. I was into it if it was like the boob. <laughs> I'm just picturing you, your big old boobs just like hanging there. Dude, not to be TMI, but I'd be leaking. <laughs> I'd be leaking. I'd now. be leaking. I re-listened to the episode, like the beginning of episode 256, where you tell me that you're pregnant. Cause I was like, I just need to like re-experience it because I would think I was in shock. You <laughs> said the most hilarious thing in the world. What did I say? You said, forget salami nipples. I've got a whole deli counter here by the end of pregnancy or something like that. <laughs> I'm laughing at my own joke. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. My friend Kelsey did ask me the other day. She was like, do you think you're funnier now that you're pregnant? I was like, no. And she's like, well, I do. I think you've always been funny, but like now you can like talk 
very openly about bodily functions. Yeah, without people being like, oh, God, how old are you again? You're pregnant. You can get away with it. Yeah, I can. You're creating life. You're magical. Come to my milking table. Come to my milking table for some deli slices off my nipples. I've got colostrum for everyone. And Alex is falling asleep on their arms. Okay, back to that. Usually my sleep paralysis consists of me hearing my boyfriend come in my room and give me a kiss or my dog jumping on my bed and laying on me. Other times it's something creepy like feeling baby hands caress my face. But (laughs) (laughs) I'm just picturing Kristen Wiig in uh, that SNL sketch. I was picturing the same thing. I was like, oh my God, how much you want to bet? It's just a ghost with those like little tiny baby doll hands being like, ah, this is so funny. (laughs) (laughs) But nothing compares to the time I had sex with a demon-like figure. So this morning I'd woken up at 4 a.m. to make my boyfriend breakfast before he went to work. When he left, I went back to sleep. I had fallen asleep on my stomach with my arms underneath. Okay, there. That's our visual. Okay. When it started, I knew I was having a sleep paralysis episode because I couldn't move anything but my eyes. It's also interesting because I feel like most sleep paralysis experiences happen when you're on your back, but this is a stomach sleeping paralysis. I guess it's just (laughs) planking of any sort is sleep paralysis. I couldn't move anything but my eyes as if I was too tired to even lift a finger. And then I feel someone try to pull my panties down. I go with the flow because I'm a horny individual and I couldn't really do anything about it anyways. Insert explicit warning. That is when I felt it slip inside of me. Not gonna lie, it felt really good. I wasn't scared until its face was in view and I saw it. It was too dark to see its features, but the outline was there. His face was heart-shaped with a pointy chin and had a long swoopy bang that completely covered the left side of his face, like a rocker wow. hairstyle. My dream when I was 13. Yeah. Oh, looks like half the American Idol contestants. <laughs> <laughs> kind of angsty and like moody. And I just like picture like yeah. a brooding dark hair. It's, it looks like Danny Phantom. Oh, yes. That's totally why that's your dream. Yeah. Got a little. Well, does he have a swoop? He's your love. You should know. I know. <laughs> I got to go reference the picture on my bedside table. (laughs) Alrighty, folks, gather around the campfire, get cozy, because we're going to tell you about our favorite mattresses, Helix. I'm sitting in it right now. We always are. (laughs) Helix Sleep. Their mattresses are unlike any other mattress I've ever slept on. I find myself like desperately waiting to be home in my bed, even if I'm traveling in the nicest hotels. I'm like, but it's not my Helix sleep mattress. And the Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, their newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. So when you go to the Helix website, you will just fill out this very brief Helix sleep quiz, and it will ask you questions about how you sleep, if there's anyone else who sleeps in the bed with you, questions about their sleep preferences. And then in just under two minutes, it will assign a perfect mattress to you and your personalized mattress will be shipped straight to your door free of charge. I've gotten everyone in my family into the Helix mattress world. It's like, why not try it? They offer a hundred night trial and a 10 to 15 year warranty. They have enhanced cooling features to keep you from overheating at night. They have models with memory foam layers to provide optimal pressure relief if you sleep on your side. So Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. 
Go to helixsleep.com slash T-G-O-G and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. I couldn't make out anything else because he just looked like darkness. I tried yelling out as if I was yelling in my mind and my mouth wasn't actually moving. So I just gave up and let him do his thing. And it wasn't unpleasing, but it was a little scary. I was finally able to wake up and I felt his body weight lift off me. I was alone with my dog sleeping peacefully beside me. I checked the time and found that exactly 30 minutes had passed since I laid down. I checked the time beforehand. Since then, I have found out that all of my sleep paralysis experiences last around 30 minutes exactly. Just kind of weird. So what do you guys think? Was it actually the incubus demon or just a bad dream? How does it feel so real? What is with the hairstyle? Was it a ghost? Let me know what you guys think. Love y'all, <laughs> Alex. And this is the picture of the hairstyle. Let's see. We'll insert it into the video here. Oh, yeah. It's very uh, cute without the E, you know? Your lipstick is called Don't Bother Me, John. Very, what's his name? Like Danny from Greece. Oh, yes. Uh, John Travolta. Yeah. We love a dark-haired swoop. We do. We love gel. Is it gel or is it unwashed hair? It depends. Sometimes it can be gel. Sometimes that's mm. just a natural swoop that exists. And yeah. it is scary, but I do like that it felt good. Like, I if know. you're going to have sex with a ghost, like, it better feel good. It's a little scary, but not so scary that they weren't like, let me just go with the flower right. right here and see right. where this takes me. I wonder if, Alex, did you finish? It's <laughs> <Just> going <laughs> right to the details. <laughs> You forgot to write something in your email and it was, <laughs> at what time and date and what song were you listening to? <laughs> Did you come? It's important uh, that men, ghost or not, help make sure that you are pleased to completion. Well, I have a story that we know there was surely some completion here or at least of some kind. Do you think like there's such thing as ghost come, like residual? Is that what ectoplasm is? Wow, they Making are busy. The they are. They're doing what you would do if you had a dick for a day. <laughs> they're, they're me being tapping into a past life as a boy. If I were a boy. I'll rewrite that song, but, you know, differently. Yeah. This is called, Do I Have Intergalactic Babies? Do you? Hello. Happy New Year, Corinne and Sabrina. Huge fan of y'all's. I've been listening since 2019. I've had a few small paranormal incidents throughout my life, but nothing as real as what happened to me over the summer. So this was recent. Oh, a recent go sex. Yeah, this was sent to us just a few weeks ago. So this past summer was summer 2023. It was a good summer for sex with ghosts. It was. Or aliens, it sounds <laughs> oh, like. Oh, yeah. It has taken me a while to remember everything, and so I may send an updated email in the near future. So I work in construction along the Virginia-Carolina border, and I'm constantly making long drives to job sites between the states. Needless to say, y'all have helped the time driving go by. I live in a town called Emporia, Virginia, and had been driving a small road south of Route 58 to get home for several weeks. Along this stretch, every day I would get a weird feeling and seemed to miss about 15 minutes of time. I never had any concrete evidence of this. I probably would just zone out for 15 minutes. Every and also, time? Yeah. And also it was in the morning before the sun was up, so it seemed like the light would follow me above my truck, but I could never really tell for sure. Oh, so shit. one day in August, I was coming home from work about 6 p.m., 
and I saw a car pulled over on the side of the road right around this weird stretch of highway. I could see a woman standing outside of the car looking at a flat tire. So I pulled over in front of her to see if she needed help, and she just sort of nodded. I got out of the truck and I noticed that there were two other women with her that I hadn't seen before that looked like maybe her sisters. As I approached, I realized that they were very tall for women. I'm six foot two and they were at least two inches taller than me. Ooh. They were also blonde and they had gray eyes. Oh, beautiful. I was immediately uncomfortable. Oh, okay. I <laughs> beautiful scary. but scary. Us beautiful women are scary. Yes, uh, long uh, long legs. <laughs> I quickly changed the tire and I made a few jokes, but none of them said anything to me or to each other the entire time. I put the flat tire in my truck and I told them where the tire shop was nearby and said that they were good to go. The main woman said thank you very robotically and then asked me how she could pay me back. I said I was happy to help them just get off the road and I don't need any payment. She then sort of made this gesture with her fist in front of her and stuck her tongue into the side of her cheek. I'm sure you know what I mean. I feel like this is the beginning of a porno. <gasps> like a, it is. Like a cheap made home video porno. <laughs> yeah. I was really put off by the whole situation and I just quickly threw my tools in the back of the truck and I started to drive away. The next thing I remember was waking up in my bed the next day. A few days later, I had a dream that I was strapped down in some sort of stretcher bed thing and I could see that it was a dark room. I felt like I was in a doctor's office that had a viewing window, and it looked like the women from the side of the road were in the viewing window. I then noticed I was naked from the waist down, and there was a tube that was, sorry for the vulgarity, the tube was on my penis. I could see that the tube was working me, and then looked at the window, and the main woman from the other day came into the room somehow, and the tube came off of me, and then I just blacked out. I woke up the next day confused, and I realized I don't even remember driving home a few days before. That was the last time I ever had a funny feeling on that road. So do you guys think that this was just a dream? Or do you think that this was a genuine abduction? Do you think I have some interstellar babies out there? I'm still very confused, and no one I've sent this story to has responded to me. Sorry for it seeming like this weird sexual fantasy, but I can assure you this was definitely not. Anyways, love y'all and love your show from Cam. Cam. I mean, this is like everyone's worst fear about being abducted by aliens, that they're like probing you and then taking your sperm and or impregnating you. Yes. And also, okay, there's a lot to unpack here because it feels like the way I'm understanding it is that Cam has driven this part of the road like many, many times. And every time driving this road, Cam loses 15 minutes. Right. So it's like, is Cam continuously being taken? Why is it just like this one time that he sees these women that it's different? And they're like, how can we repay you? And then instead of giving him a blowjob or like repaying him in the way that he wants, they like abduct him and vacuum semen out of him. Yeah. So I'm curious about the 15 minutes of missing time because in that 15 minutes, has the appropriate number of miles been driven? Like, are you about 15 minutes further down the road? It's just you kind of like blacked out for that time. Because to me, I'm like, what if they were watching him? This is kind of like their stakeout Mm -hmm. spot. And there's just something with like the weird energy or them trying to just get in his head and see if he could be potentially the right specimen for the job that erases his memory or like he's not fully conscious when that happens. But maybe he's still in the car and he's still driving. 
And then they're like, yes, he's perfect. Let's abduct him. Let's do what we watch on the internet people do to get the truckers off the road, which is porn. So they, <laughs> They're watching porn. They're learning human behavior from watching mm. porn. And so these like robotic women are like, yes, how do we repay you? And like do the thing that they saw the, on the internet. Yeah. And it just doesn't, it didn't work because it's like they're already so weird. They're not being. And a lot of porn is not realistic. So. No, you'd be scared of most people who are trying to do like a sudden that. Yeah. weird advancement yeah. on you, like with no prior interaction. Right. Like, that's startling. It's like, well, what are you going to do? Freaking abduct me and sell my organs on the black market? No, thanks. Huh. So I feel like that was their, they thought it would be easier to get him into their spaceship. They thought he might be a willing participant, but didn't realize that they were bad actors. Right. So then they just had to abduct him fully. I feel like they could have just been themselves and maybe Cam would have been interested, but they were trying to replicate something else that made them come off as inauthentic and a little creepy. Yeah. I do wonder what they look like normally or if they are. What if they are the product of inter... What if they themselves are intergalactic babies? Okay. Well, what if the main one is his like alien baby mama and the other ones were his kids? Hmm. Oh, interesting. Well, this reminds me of, there was a story we read a long time ago where someone was talking about how they felt like they were like almost in the astral plane and had been shown like children and had this understanding that these kids were their own. I remember that, but I don't know. Yeah. It was a woman that sent it to us. And so she was confused. She's like, I just like feel and know that these kids were mine, but I don't know how. Because it's also like, well, what is the gestational period right. of an intergalactic baby? Like, can they speed it up really fast? Do they drive you to freaking yeah. Saturn or something and time goes by faster there? I don't know. Huh. But I bet there are intergalactic babies out I there. bet there are. Yeah. I just signed up for Rocket Money because they sponsored us and I was like, I've been hearing about this. I need to do it. And for those of you who do not know, Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. And it was a real kick in the booty when I first saw how much money I was spending on subscriptions that I hardly ever use. I know. You texted me and I was like, all right, I'm doing this for myself. (laughs) What are we spending money on that we shouldn't? So with Rocket Money, you can see all of your subscriptions in one place and see if there's something that you don't want, and then you can cancel it with just a tap. You do not have to get on the phone with customer service, which is all of our worst nightmare, because they will do that, and they will even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do, take a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash T-G-O-G. That's rocketmoney.com slash T-G-O-G, rocketmoney.com slash T-G-O-G. Do you remember the first time you saw porn? Um, well, in middle school, everyone was sending that link around called like meatspin.com. Oh, what is it? <laughs> Should I look it up? <laughs> yeah. Does it still exist? Let's see if it still exists. I'm going to go to a private browser. Wait, the last thing I Googled was 
math times table sheets. Oh, great. <laughs> this is really, what a pivot for you. Now I'm going to look up meatspin.com. It's a naked man and his wiener is going in a circular motion and it counts. It goes like one, two, three. And people would send it like in the AIM days. They'd be like, look at this website. And it would, the link just like wouldn't be meatspin.com for some reason. It wouldn't be called that. I don't know, but like everyone clicked on it. It has a really bad tan line, like a fake tan bikini tan line. I almost was like, show me, but we can't. Be <laughs> I can't. That was my first foray. And well, actually, no, my first was when I was really young. I was using the computer. I probably was like 10. I was on like zoom.com or something, you know, like that old show that was in the Northeast, like Zoom, 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 no. Zoom, Zoom, Whoa. Zoom. Come on and Zoom. Okay. Anyway, they would have like recipes for lemonade or like different things. And I was uh-huh. on that website and I think I just like continued to kind of go on the internet a little bit. And then there was an advertisement on the very bottom. And I thought it was Britney Spears's new album because it was that album cover where she was like, she had all it's of those sexy, crystals yeah. around her and it was like very glimmery. And the icon was so small. I That's clicked on it. Ya. A whole website of women's breasts. And I screamed for my mom. And she came running and she helped me clear the browser. <laughs> oh, you're so cute. That was my first time. It was scary because it wasn't Britney Spears. And that's no, what I was not. expecting to no. see. What about you? Um, My friend Corey in middle school, we were at her house and she was like, let's look at porn. And I was like, what's porn? And then... She took me to a website called 18s, like the number eight and then teens.com. Oh. And I don't know why that's the one. I never really thought about that. And then I went home and I was like, that was weird. And I, you know, we had one family computer and I went into the office and looked at it again. And then, of course, my mom or dad saw like the search history and like brought my sister and I into the office and was like, who looked at porn? And I came up with the most brilliant cover-up. What did you say? I was looking for A-teens, the band. Oh, that's so genius. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I got in trouble, too, for the browser history. But I was like, let's be real, parents. There's everyone's sending each other weird links on AIM. Like, I I didn't type this in. Right, right. I clicked on a link. I clicked the link. Yes. I clicked the link. What happened after I clicked the link? That's no one's business. <laughs> but It all starts with clicking the link. This past year, our group of girlfriends from college, we did an ornament exchange. And I think that's sweet and cute. But I also was like, listen, some of our friends I know do not own any type of vibrator or dildos or anything. And I was like, how fun would it be to do a vibrator exchange? Oh, people used to do this. What were they called? I think it was like, I went to a few of them because it was, people would do them like for their birthday parties. They would have yeah someone come and sell like sex toys or whatever. I feel like that'd be so fun. Yeah. Anyway, idea for you and your girlfriends out yeah. there. Idea. We I do an ornament exchange with my college roommates every year too. And I'm in charge of pulling the names and creating the video. And every year I make the video a little bit more intense. Oh, the that's intro fun. video <laughs> To announce that the ornament exchange is back again. So cute. I gotta think of what to do next year. Maybe gotta get a Grinch suit. <laughs> the pivot is instead of ornaments this year, we're getting dildos. 
I just have Brian stand on a ladder above me and it's like, cue the music, it's raining men and dildos. I just like freeze frame like really slowly until those are falling on me. <sighs> That's amazing. You'd have to buy a lot of them. You can do that for yours. Okay. There I'll you go. That. And then like instead yeah. of like putting an angel on the top of the tree, it's like a little like penis. There's an amazing um, sex shop in West Hollywood. Oh my God. What is it called? I can't remember. There's some great ones in LA though. Mm. I had an amazing class in college called Human Sexuality. Mm -hmm. And one of our assignments was we had to go to multiple sex shops around Los Angeles, observe what people were purchasing, speak to the people who worked there to talk about like the most popular items, what wasn't popular, just like their experiences and stuff, and then relate it to what we were learning about like the human psyche (laughs) and sexuality. And it was so interesting. I don't know who told me this story, but someone recently was at like a sex shop and asked the owner what the most popular item was, you'll never guess it. It was like toe cuffs. What what do you do with that? It's almost like, you know how when you get your toenails, like when you get a pedicure and they put those like things to separate your toes. The sliders in? Yeah. It's kind of like that. I don't think you have to buy that at a sex shop. I think you can get that on Amazon. (laughs) Well, you can get most sex things on Amazon. Is everyone just like finding sexual release and the relief of like spreading your toes and relieving yourself of your plantar's fasciitis? Toe cuff. Your bunions? Sex. Stiff. That's my Google search. Oh, I guess like it's like bondages your two toes, big toes together, and then keeps your feet restrained, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, it was definitely, hmm. I was surprised by it. I was like, that was would not be what I would have guessed as the top seller. No, me neither. I feel like we're going to get a bunch of vibrators to our P.O. box after this episode. <laughs> Guys, direct them at Sabrina. Sabrina, we need to open up a P.O. box because then you can do a full ornament exchange where it's not even ornaments. It's just you freely giving out vibrators to everybody. Why is there like that weird girl like standing on the corner of the street in Santa Monica handing out vibrators? (laughs) The box says kittens, free kittens. (laughs) (laughs) Free pussy. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so inappropriate. Stop it. (laughs) Is it your turn to read or mine? It is mine. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Possible succubus slash incubus. This is from our listener, Piper. So I think this has like a bunch of little stories and then leads up to the sexy stuff. Mm. Okay. Hey, girls. Second time writing in. I'm the other Piper. I didn't know we had two. Well, I'm sure we have many. Thank you for writing in and listening, Piper. I've caught up with all of the episodes and it's awesome to see and keep up with y'all over the years. Anyway, I'm just going to jump right into my story. It may be reading too much into stuff, but I will let you help me decide. So I bought a haunted doll a while back and I know she likes to play with the lights. Her name is Mila. I have little lights that I leave next to her and she will turn them on. I notice they turn on more when I have a positive feeling, which makes sense because she's a cute fey doll. I got her from Haunted Honeys. I more recently got into the light up motion activated cat ball toys that other ghost hunters like to use. I decided to give it a try for ghost hunts, but I also wanted to use one for Mila. It hasn't been very active for about a week now. It only came on once at like 3am, but early this morning around 4am, it flashed on. I woke up. I naturally started to converse with her in my head. And then I asked if I'm still talking with Mila and got nothing. The ghost ball stopped. I kept asking questions until I figured that something else might be messing with the ball, a different energy. 
But what? Who? I don't know. But the ball of light was extremely active for like 30 full minutes. It would stop for short periods of time, then flash again for a long time, then time out and flash on again. And then something continued to trigger it. Eventually, I got tired. I put my sleep mask on and rolled over. And that is when the dreams started. These were some vivid dreams, more vivid than I've had in a while. And I must warn, this gets pretty PG-13, even rated R. And I won't get too detailed, but my God, it was wild. So I started to dream about walking into a room that looked normal. But once I put on these magic glasses of sorts, the whole room shifted into a satanic looking dungeon room with fire torches, a red glow, a pentagram was drawn large on the floor. There was a couch and overall had dark witchy vibes. Once I took the glasses back off though, the illusion was gone and the normal room came back. Weird. Hmm. I put the glasses back on and said, fuck it. And I walked into the dungeon. <gasps> I love how lucid this is though. Like I know. Hyper has so much control. Okay. Right. Side note, I'm an experimental rebellious type of person. So of course I was going to go check it out. I walk in there and there are some people doing some sex ritual stuff. Kinky. Okay. Let's go. That's what Piper wrote. This is what I picture Burning Man to be. Yeah, that's fair. Piper's in. Okay. I feel the sexual energy surround me from everyone and I slowly take off my clothes, feeling daring and turned on. And I'm down for a play. Very consensual. Very excited. But also, sex demons can and will make you feel this way. It's a little bit gaslighty. But anyway, I'm Mm. excited. And then it fast forwarded a few minutes to where I am straight up having an orgy with these people, humans, creatures, entities. I'm really not sure what they are at this point. But like, it was a scene from a movie. It was that intense. Oh, and one of the people I was riding had two penises. One in the normal spot and one on his chest. I have no idea, but dream world doesn't make sense. And it was normal to me at the time. So I just went with it. This really feels like that show. Oh, my gosh. It's a cartoon. Oh, with the sex demons? Big Mouth? Big mouth. Yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. the ho- the hormone monster would totally have Oh, for this. sure. For sure. They could like grow penises out of like every orifice of their body. Exactly. <laughs> this is also like our weird demogorgon penis thing. Like who yeah. knows what's going Ooh, on yeah. on the other side. Except it, it was scary over there. It was. It was. So then the scene jumped suddenly as dreams do. And I walked into a chiropractor office, which is totally getting into some fantasy for sure for me. A very attractive girl came in. As a note, I am bisexual, and so I got to play with both generally in this dream. Basically, the hot girl came in and did some chiropractic work on me, then climbed on the table, and we made out and other things. And then it jumped to another room with another girl. Same thing. I like that Piper's, like, trying to censor it, but, like, I want the dirty deets. Also, I appreciate that you also got some chiropractic work (laughs) in the middle of this. That's true. (laughs) Like, what? It's like, oh, let's get your spine realigned first, Right. You're going to need it for this next part. (laughs) You look a little fucked up, though. So we got to fix you. This is an active like you were busy. I know. So it kept jumping from dream to dream with really intense sexual situations, like really intense and vivid. And I had an inkling that previously something else was passing through my house that night, especially with the ball being triggered so intensely. So I was guessing it's a sex demon. 
They come in, give you visuals to get you aroused, but it's also an illusion to have astral sex with them. And I think I did. I think I encountered a few. Mm. This is similar to another experience I had a couple years ago, and it's a particular type of vibe with the sex dreams that indicate a succubus or an incubus. Except last time, I saw it. I was having the dream, but I woke up and I saw an incubus gargoyle-looking creature having sex with me in real life. Ew! Oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. You know what this is reminding me of is American Horror Story, the very first season where he's having sex with the maid who looks like really young and sexy. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to like just the the much older woman. And it's just like that. Yeah. That difference of just like what you are being presented versus what's, what's it really happening like? in the actual like physical world that everyone yeah. else could see. I guess I do appreciate <sighs> that they at least like are catering to Piper's fantasies. Mm. Mm -hmm. And Piper seems down. Also, who's to say that the gargoyle was not cute? Because I'll be the first person to admit that Halloween Town, I liked Luke as a monster. I liked Goblin Luke way more than Human Luke. Yeah, Mm. I will say Human Luke was kind of annoying. Yeah, no, Goblin Luke, so cute. So, so hot. I somehow came out of the illusion it had me under and saw it for what it was. The spell broke. But what's messed up is that these energy vampires can give you the best sex ever. Best orgasms, best feeling, but they take it all. It's crazy how they can manipulate the depressed and the vulnerable. So now Mm. I've had two experiences with an incubus. I don't really know how to feel about it because it was consensual, but was it if they make you think it is? No one really wants to shag a gargoyle cryptid vampire who steals your sexual energy. But at the same time, those were some dope dreams. Yeah, I'm going to say there's a whole book genre of people who read stuff about that. Yeah. So maybe some people do. Maybe some people do. I mean, I would willingly go back to the dreams if I could. Anyway, something was definitely there both times. And these guys travel and know where to make pit stops. I will say as a warning, they do like to prey on stress, depressed and vulnerable. And I think maybe it was that. I don't usually have dreams like that. And... It was a lot of energy. Um, (laughs) It just ends there and then goes, I'm attaching a photo of my dog, Mowgli, when he was a puppy not long ago. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Just like to get your mind off of a naked gargoyle. Here's a picture of a puppy. There's also a photo of Mila, the fae haunted doll with her lights. You have permission to use these photos. We can insert Mila here. Oh, wait. Mila has a tag on her that says, likes raisins. That is so cute. She likes raisins. Yeah. She kind of looks like a little raisin with all that yellow. Well, that's from Piper. I feel like the sunlight is coming in trying to make me more holy. It's like, yikes. Stop talking about wiener. (laughs) God is calling you. (laughs) Pray for your sins. (laughs) You gave us a lot of wiener, so it's your fault. Hey, I will just say to anyone who's listening, masturbating or having sex is not sinful. If it feels good, do what you will. If you are practicing safe, consensual sex, whether it's with yourself or a partner, go for it. And I like to think that when we're souls and we get to come back down to earth and live life as a human, it's one of the things that spirits are really excited to experience again, you know, or for the first time. That type of sensation, that type of pleasure. It's one of the best parts about being human. You get extreme 
the extremes of both sides, Mm -hmm. extreme pleasure, and you can feel a lot of pain. And the human experience is something that not everyone gets to experience. And it's pretty cool. Right. Right. I think Piper's story is, number one, incredible. (laughs) Yeah. But it does make me wonder, because the whole time I was thinking, I was like, man, this sounds like, what's the downside to the incubus and succubus demons that are presenting themselves as something that you want and like can pleasure you and all this stuff. But Piper did allude to it at the end where it's like, that's not always how they show up and they will drain you of all your energy and they will take everything and make you depressed. Right. And also like, they're not coming here for your pleasure. Like it's a self-motivated act. Like they are trying to gain something for themselves. Yes. Well, to end this episode, Corinne, I do want to say happy Valentine's Day and also happy happy Valentine's Day half anniversary it's our six and a half yes wait six 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 years and six months six years six months and in a few days it'll be six days <laughs> six 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 oh yoy. well if you've ever had sex with the spirit or if you've had any encounter with the ghostly realm or intergalactic beings or cryptids please email us your encounters to two girls one ghost podcast at gmail.com You can support us in a variety of ways. You can rate and review us on iTunes. That is huge or Spotify or wherever you listen. You can tell your friends about us. Word of mouth is by far the best way for us to see more audience come in. And then you can follow us on all the social media. We're on YouTube. We have a Patreon where we do an extra full length episode every single month. And we release all of our episodes one week early. So if you're caught up and you're looking for that. You literally look like you're going to be like pulled away into the sun. Like you are a ray of light right now it's so interesting because the sun is i guess it's just like so diffused behind the clouds like there's a whole cloud cover like it looks like you're about to be abducted i wouldn't be surprised if you just like fizzled away i am mother bring me up to your ship i am the captain now i am the the captain now (laughs) (laughs) you start as mother and then you're like actually i'm taking over Oh, uh, all right. Well, <sighs> thank you guys for showing up. Yeah. Shout out to Jamie for editing our audio and video. We love you all. Thank you for listening. And we will see you on the other side. side.